0: It's The Last Stand, and here is your host, Brian Custer. That's right, it is The Last Stand. We bring you the biggest names in the sport. Joining me today, multi-division world champion, former WBO 154-pound champion, former 160-pound champion of the world, Demetrius Boo" Andres.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes. It's me again. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Every time you do that, I love oh, that. Oh,
0: yeah, sure. um, So now you're campaigning at 168. Why?
1: I just, you know, just can't make 160 anymore. Mm-hmm. and uh, And, you know, on top of that, there's just nobody at 160 that is a top fighter that wants to fight. While I was down there, and so I think moving up to 168, there's you know, there's more characters, more talent up there, and I think um, they're willing to get in the ring with me. Uh,
0: do you do you do you get a sense that you're aligning yourself with the PBC at the right time?
1: Oh yeah, for sure, definitely. I think um, you know this was the best decision to make. Um, and also, you know, the decision to come over here and the decision to move up at the same time just brings new light, new characters, like I was explaining. And, you know, the division has just gotten more brighter because of the talent that I bring to the table to fight the, the other opponents up there, challenges. And, um, yeah, man, just another weight class that's really powerful now.
0: Let me ask you this. Why didn't you do it in the past?
1: To go up to 168? No, or,
0: no, you're aligning yourself with the PBC.
1: I tried, mm. you know. There's, you know, a lot of things I can't say, but I've been trying to be with PBC, Showtime, Showtime Al and them guys for years now. You know, there's Al knows, you know. Yeah. There was, this, you know, situation when you know we all got lawsuit yeah. letters. So my, like, we gonna sue you if you talk to Demetrius Andrade. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like this was back in 2000. And, 12, you know, wow. like that's how long I've been trying to do it. And then, you know, life goes on. Um, the zone gave me a, a great deal at the time. I didn't hear anything, maybe because of the previous thing that happened with us before. So I went with that, try to make the bigger fights over there because at that time it was Triple G, Canelo, Hami Mugia, Billy Joe Saunders. Um, a bunch of them. It, why not? That was the hottest thing that was going on right now. There wasn't much going on at that time, but, you know, Jamal Chalo. Yeah. So, yeah, went that route. But now that route's over. We went through it. We stayed, un, you know, untouched with tall, Black and Handsome. And now, at this time, the only thing left to do is go up to 168 and challenge the guys up there here.
0: You know, uh, you, you mentioned that your, your agreement with Matchroom is over. Eddie Hearn... Uh, said this uh quote i just can't deliver him big fights that he needs listen he's a very good but very awkward fighter and he doesn't guarantee doesn't generate the kind of interest that can pay guys top money to face him end quote
1: yeah i just think that's just you know excuse that you know he's using to you know um Make make you know their network seem like you know they tried, mm. which I don't think they did. I don't think they put the pressure on anybody that stepped into the ring with me. Got paid the most money of their career, and that's that will happen today. That will happen tomorrow. Nobody's getting you know less money fighting me. The fighters want more money fighting me. Like yeah. they know what comes to uh, comes with fighting Demetrius and Andre damage. Um. Now, you know, Triple G having stocks in the zone and all these other people having stocks in the zone, they're like, well, Demetrius has the possibility of damaging that. And we don't get the mega fight, Canelo and Triple G, the third fight, which was, I think, it was the wackest fight of the year. Yeah, you're right. The wackest. Like, it was it wasn't entertaining. Triple G didn't do nothing, and Canelo didn't do anything, you know. Pretty much it was like, okay, Triple G, we're going to, you know, s- if you know the game, you know the game. We're going to wait until you get old. We're going to wait until your time comes. I'm going to do whatever. If I lose, I'm going to use you for a backup, which they did. And now, boom, Canelo gets his victory from after he lost to Bebop. But um, it's like Triple G, you go all the way to Japan to fight um, – I don't know the guy, but not Demetrius Andre right here in, in United States. Like that doesn't make any sense. And Hammy Mugia last fight. What was, the hell was that? Like they gener, they're generating more than me. Like that's what that doesn't make any sense. So yeah, I get it. I understand. What, what did you think? Cause you you went to, to that Canelo fight and confronted him after
0: that after that fight. What did you think when he was like, you know, get out of here, da-da-da-da-da? Who have you fought? You fought nobody. Get out of here. What did you think?
1: Yeah, I think, um, you know, just like, come on, bro. Like, let's, let's, we can, like, I'm not here to go tit for tat. Yeah, you, Canelo was in a, a great position. Um, Golden Boy, Oscar De La did a great job moving him and, you know, tying him in with, you know, Canelo, I mean, um, Cotto, um, M- Mosley, like, on the tail end. Like, yeah, of course. But um, when it came to, like, the decision of me and you fighting without history at 154, you was my mandatory. You was like, oh, I don't care for the belt. Mm-hmm. Then I get stripped. These are just facts. Mm-hmm. Then I get stripped. You fight Liam Smith for it. You say you want to be undisputed at 160 pounds, who has the belt, Demetrius Andrade? You don't want to make it happen. You move up to 168 pounds to make that happen, which I think at that time was the weakest division. 168 pound was weak. Mm-hmm. It was that's just the truth. The 60s was right. the strongest, yeah. but now everybody moved up, and now the 68 is stronger. Um, so he went for the weakest, you know, yeah. easiest opponents, So I say, you know, not to say anybody's easy, but if you can't compare me talent wise to Colin Smith, like come on, man. So a day, yeah. um, I don't know who he fought for the WBC. You're dumb, something. <laughs> I don't know, bro. like they get, they he he's better than me. Yeah. Like where is he today? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you've, you and know. nobody giving him backlash either. Nobody saying like, yo, how is he a will fighter when he's an Olympian, two-time world division champion? How, how is that not a resume you want to take somebody's o away? How you not want to put that? But you know, I get it. People don't. People want to have the conversations with him. And they know, yo, don't don't ask him, don't say anything about Andrea, You don't get it. Don't say that. And so you don't get the real, you know, yeah. combat between him right. and, you know, the real questions. I got you.
0: Um, you. You know, obviously not lately, but you had some some bouts of inactivity. Obviously, some promotional issues. When you look back on it, do you say, "Damn, I, I kind of bear." the responsibility on some of that, on maybe the way I moved. Maybe I should have just went this way as opposed to going this way, that way. Do you, do you, what do you think? When you
1: nah, nope. no. I did everything that was going to benefit me, my family, and today I'm 31-0. and 0 with Whatever, 20 knockouts, I'm going to be 32-0 with 21, 20 knockouts, whatever. I'm here at Showtime where it matters, and I'm, I make a difference today, too, as well. So at the end of the day, I can't. There was no which way to go. It was this and which fights to be made like you just read off the thing. I can't get him the biggest fight. So which, which other way was I supposed to go? Yeah. yeah. When there was real real no you know, interest nowhere else. Yeah. What, what do you think happened to Jamal Charlo? I don't know which one that, the big one or the small <laughs> That's
0: the big
1: one? I don't, the I don't really one. know him like that, the 54, the 60 guy. <laughs> well, the 160
0: right now who's All supposed right. to be moving up to 168. I mean, he hasn't fought, it's been almost like, what, two years it seems like. From for, what, what do you think happened?
1: I don't know. Didn't he get into it with his wife or his whatever? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know his his life, man, I don't yeah. know what he does on a day-to-day, but, you know, I'm a disciplined guy. I know, I'm, I mean, I've been out the ring for 16 months, like, three times yeah. throughout my career, so, but I'm, I still bounce back, and they, they put me in where the toughest fighters. Um I mean, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with him, but mm. at the end of the day, whatever, you need to continue to fight, feed your family, well, look.
0: Let's get it. Yeah.
1: You want to get back in the ring? Yeah. <laughs> This guy,
0: <laughs> it's me again. Yeah, for uh, sure. What, what do you think about Canelo reportedly? I guess going to fight. Was it John Ryder? Yeah, what is it bullshit. He wants a tune-up because he's coming off hand surgery.
1: So. Yeah, a tune-up fight is somebody like for somebody like myself that's been out for sixteen months. Nah, you just fought, yeah. and then you go. But we need tune-up for. How yeah. you not still like in shop? Like, what are you? What's the tune-up for? You know. But I get it. That's the easy. Not saying John Ryder is an easy opponent, yeah. but come on, man. Yeah. John Ryder, like, exactly that. We continue, well, they continue to do what they do. How are you going to continue to call him the best or pound for pound when he's fighting guys like that? When you got Plant, which he, you know, he fought. Yeah. Um, David Mid- Benavidez. Mid- yes, yeah. um, Demetrius Andre. Yeah. Jamal O'Challo. Yeah. Which you had guys that you should have been had fought or should have been in line to fight, not nah, John Ryder. He's, what? John Ryder should be fighting me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like come on guys. Like let's let's just get real. Like and you know, just it's just bullshit. Yeah. What do you how have you and I'm sure you always chuck And they say somebody says something about oh because like John Wright is active and he's bro, come on.
0: <laughs> You're a funny guy. Um you know Charlo, whenever I ask Charlo about you, he always says the same thing, like who is this guy? He could have had the opportunity to fight my brother, and he didn't want to fight my
1: brother. And why would I fight him? No one knows who he is. Uh, I tell people, like, if everybody knows me as nobody knows who he is, I guess everybody knows me. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? At the end of the day, that's everybody's word, So I guess everybody knows who I am. Oh. I wouldn't be here if nobody knew who I was yeah. on this pay-per-view card. Hell, so I don't get it. That's just the excuse that they want to use. And as far as his like, brother situation, we'll again, we can go all the way back to whatever. The money's not the same, the maturity's not the same, and the eyeballs are not the same. There's going to be more of all that now, today. So why not take that? So you're telling me you're never going to fight because what? Some, some shit that happened between, you know, yeah. all that stuff? You can look it up publicly.
0: What happens in that fight, a Charlo-Andre fight?
1: This uppercut with his left hand, his left hand throwing an uppercut, and just like him failing left, a real left hand. It's gonna be a great fight. We're both good. We both feel like we're both the man. So I'm, I'm coming to fight. I'm coming to win. I'm coming, mm-hmm. like really put it all out there on him.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Bitovita is fighting Caleb Plant uh, reportedly in March. Who wins that fight?
1: I mean. <laughs> I mean, I think Caleb definitely has the style to win. I mean, he has uh, experience of going, you know, the rounds with, you know, uh, all types of guys. Do mm-hmm. I really don't know Benavidez's, like, amateur background or all that stuff. But uh, I think ring generalship versus somebody that just comes forward that tries to get close, I mean, it can go either way. But, you know, I think plant definitely has a good chance of winning. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Benavidez is a guy who we had on the last stand. And – He's probably one of the only guys who said, I would love to fight with Demetrius Andre.
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mentioned it as well. Um, that's what I'm here for. You know, like, I'm not just saying it and be like, oh, yeah, I'm not, you know, do it. No, I'm here to actually do it. Win, lose, or draw, I'm, I, want, I will step in the ring with any of the guys. You know, that's the type of attitude I have. Um, of course, before, you know, they was like, do, we, do, do you want to, like, tune-up fight to get in with certain fighters? I was like, well, listen, I never seen David Benavides, but I heard he's a big boy. Right. You know, in right. person. So, yeah, I need one tune-up to get in if he's that big. Of course, and never, whatever. But Plant, more Talon, and them guys at 6'8", yeah, let's just make it happen. Yeah. Um, listen,
0: you, you talk about 168, and you're right. It does have some phenomenal fighters from Canelo, Benavides, Plant. You know, Charlo's supposed to be coming up. Uh, David Morrell, another guy who's hungry, Um, and now you. What separates Demetrius Andre from all of those guys?
1: Man, I mean, I don't know how to lose, you know. Um, Discipline, and I'm consistent, and um, just, you know, I mean, I'm willing to put my physical body where my mouth is at the same time, not just talk and go nowhere with it. I'm talking and saying, yeah, I will sign to fight these guys. You know, and I think that's the difference between, you know, them guys talking like, yeah, I'll fight, and then don't make it happen. That's just what it is. That's why I feel like how it is. We uh, also had Clarissa Shields on the last
0: stand. And she got a lot of brushback for it, but she was adamant. She was like, she was talking about great fighters, and she said, oh, wait, man, hold on. Let's not forget about Boo Boo Andre. This guy, Olympian, this guy is, a phenom- is probably the best fighter. At 168, and people came at her about that. Um, did you did you see or hear read about that? And your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I did. But um, at the end of the day, if you got somebody like Carissa Shell who is, you know, one of the best, the best female fighters out there, mentioning that I'm one of the best, she knows. She's seen me in the gym. She's seen the stuff that I have done in, in person. So, like, I mean, the boxing world knows. When it comes to the fans, I understand, yeah, we want the fans to come sit down and all that other stuff, but it's like, yo, like we, we can't sit here and let the fans dictate who should be fighting. In the boxing world, when I walk around amongst boxers, everybody puts them, bows down, let them know, like, yo, that's Demetrius Andre, because they know what I can do. And I beat everybody leading up to the Olympics, and in the professional rankings, they can pick and choose who to fight and who not to fight. So, I mean, that's what, that's what it is. All right, Demetrius. It's not one guy so I'm Porter, my boy. <laughs> Danny Jacob. Bow. You <laughs> say, Keith, Bow, ha, how, huh? All of them. Anybody you can name. Got felt this leather. I love it. Um, we've come to the last Austin Trout. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> we've come to the last segment of this show. It is called The Last Stand. I'm gonna ask you a serious question. Just give me the first thing that comes to your mind. You ready? Demetrius Andre aside. Who do you believe best fighter walking the planet right now at 168?
1: There is none. Mm. Okay.
0: Um Benavides or Charlo? Which one do you think would be a better fight for you?
1: Benavides. Benavides, yeah.
0: Um, do you believe... But you're... I want you more Chavo. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> do you believe you'll be a world champion
1: at 168 without
0: facing Canelo?
1: Yes. Because, I mean, what, he's going to have to make a decision, give up some belts, so mm-hmm. the belts will stop being available somehow.
0: Spence versus Crawford. Who wins that
1: fight? I'm going with my boy, Thomas Crawford. Oh,
0: um, if you're a betting man, you had to put some money down, your next opponent will be who?
1: Um, I don't know. Maybe the Russian guy that just fought, Jose, or something like that. <laughs> oh, stop. No, I don't know his name. What's his name? The last... December 17th or whatever, the guy, what's the name that Caleb plant for the belt? The Russian guy that beat him. Oh,
0: okay, okay. You think, think you're going to fight him? I mean,
1: I guess, because if nobody else, I mean, that's the next best thing.
0: Really? You don't think any other big-name guys will, will say after this fight, like, yo, all right, let's get it?
1: I don't know. This ain't it now?
0: That's true. Last but not least, how many times, let's say a day, do you hear... Andrade as a sport, as opposed to Andre,
1: And does it upset you? Nah, for sure, it doesn't. It, uh, Andrade is the proper way of saying okay. it in my culture, my nationality. Okay. Yeah, Cape Verde. Cape Verde. Yeah. yeah. In America, you know, I don't know. They Andre, you know, yeah. like, that's whatever. But I take both of them. As long as you're talking about me, it's yeah. all good. But you, you know, know if the Andrade doesn't bother nah, you? Nah, I don't know. Andrade's good. Yeah, yeah. my friend. Here, see <laughs> me. good. Stop, boom.
0: You are a character, good, bro. bro. <laughs> I love you. Good, man. I'm telling you, that's what we do here on the last day. We bring you some of the biggest names in the sport at 168. Now, this man right here is one of the biggest. Appreciate you, man.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank uh, you. Appreciate you. You know.
0: Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you again
1: next week. Oh yeah.